now listening to the Black Variant. Black Variant on RNC Radio. Welcome to Black Variant Issue 177. Of course, you, you know you hear my voice. I am X the Exile. Of course, joined by 1017 Van Rick, the guy in New York, ladies and gentlemen. But yes, sir. unfortunately, Van is not the special one of today. No. Yeah. We have somebody who's a kung fu master for, here mm-hmm. for you today. Thai style. Like, we have <laughs> exactly. the of kung fu Eddie here today with today, people. How you doing, man? Man, I am blessed. I am great. I am stressed out from scrap school, man. So let's get it on, man. Yeah, we in here, man. Appreciate you coming on, brother. Nah, like I said, it's a blessing that y'all y'all invited me, man. I'm so excited. I've been wanting to record with y'all. Y'all can ask Banks how many times I've asked for y'all. I was like, hey, man, I need to record with them. They need to record with me. I need this. I love your podcast. Your podcast is like my favorite, man. Hey, appreciate like, you, man. Thank you, man. Seriously. Like, especially that it's a non-wrestling podcast. Because it's y'all and Talkville. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not to Talkville. Well, because like when I were, y'all were doing the segments for the uh, the Smallville watch, I thought yeah. y'all were legit talking about Smallville because I was just like, yo, I'll, I'll rewatch it. <laughs> we might actually have to do that. We might actually have to. Oh, like, look, the first seven seasons, well, let's say season one through season five, it's like that Dawson's Creed type of vibe with superheroes. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, in the back of your do 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 you hear Creed, you hear Creed, like, with arms wide open when they're about to close or make out or something. So, ah, yeah, that's so, real, that's real. What's some real crazy shit happen? You get a little bit of Johnny Cash, and then like, ain't no grave. Oh my god, before we get deeper into the banter, of course, we are here for comic book news, but you know, y'all know the customary thing on the black variant we got a bullshit a bit so yeah you know y'all can hear right. already firmly in the bullshit um right, what y'all been watching what y'all been tapping into lately uh i've been watching superman animated series man it's about that time oh. for my my run through my, as i'm re- uh, watching the metallos giving my boy hell right now but you know <laughs> <laughs> we know he pulls through man so what about you uh i have recently watched doom i started watching the second season of doom patrol finally um, but also I, I ran back Rogue One today because you know what I'm saying I, just just to feel something, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to feel <laughs> the how can I put this? The the, the Sith Lord cocaine hit my veins when Vader ignores <laughs> lightsaber during the during the when the shuttle's trying to escape. You feel me? There's not many things that you can get that feeling again for like every time I watch it's like the first time I'm watching all over again. The shit is hard. But how how about you, Eddie? What you been watching? What you been tapping into lately, man? Man, so I, I just finished Smallville, and then I'm about to do, I'm about do, to start do, do. exactly right. <laughs> What's I, I watched it so many times, I still forget the theme song. Like, like somebody save me. There you That's go. Anyways, <laughs> and then um, I have American Dad in the background while I'm trying to do my homework. And it, un, American Dad early seasons, you could tell that it was a diverse writing staff. Because oh, 
American Dad funnier than Funny uh, Family Guy to me. Dude, I will, I, oh, I will die. Sure. I will die on that hill, and a lot of people will join me on that hill, and then they realize Family Guy. There's nobody in that hill. Family Guy has like a few good volumes because they want to call it volumes, not seasons. Let's remember that. Right. But then when American Dad, you can tell the first the first two. Two seasons were just like, oh, it's a Republican uh, living with a liberal daughter. And then for some odd reason, like they got genuine pony with the kids like humping on the couch. I was like, yeah, there I you go. Sh- oh, hold on. Can we can we talk? Can we stop for a second on, on the day that, you know, a certain rap legend solo album got announced for the first time? Right. Can we just sit here and talk about Steve Smith and his contributions to R&B? You know what I'm saying? Oh, that yeah, that man. boy, like that, that boy has done done almost as much soul music as Bobby Caldwell. He is the he is the new generation Bobby Caldwell. Steve Smith, we salute you here on the Black Variant, man. Hey, but they had the verses on the timeline with him and Beast Boy from Teen Titans Go. Hey, that was real. <laughs> that was the real verses. Hey, hey, hey! Catching villains still hits. What y'all want me to say? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, what else been going on lately? Uh, oh, yeah. Let's talk about Andre 3000 solo album. Damn, oh, man. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm oh. here for it, bro. Oh, I'm you here. haven't heard about this. We have a first time. Well, I am about. out of the internet, so I will let I will let everybody know. But we'll find out at the end. All let, right. me, let me let me talk to you. So, Andre 3000 is finally releasing a solo solo album. Yes, this is correct. But wow. it's just going to be featuring him playing high wind instruments. There will be no rapping <laughs> on this album. Not bullshit. Like I, I, read the, I read the GQ article about it, and the first track of the album is apparently titled, and I quote, I really meant to, to make a, a solo rap album, but this is what happened. Um... I'm not, but listen, I wish I was, I wish there was just like a legitimate parody. So this man, this man just, just proved Keelan Peel right. Yeah, it's pretty much that he does just pop up and play the flute everywhere, yeah. Yeah, basically. So then, um, how do you feel about this in particular? As a resident Andre 3000 fan, <laughs> I'm here for these Zelda, uh, <laughs> Get the bloodborne action out of here. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here for the Skyrim tunes, bro. Like, fire my, it my, up. My man said Assassin's Creed Odyssey, me boy. Um, <laughs> I'm here for the Ragnarok. God, you gotta wear Ragnarok tunes. <laughs> hey, man, I'll take what you can get from Andre, man. Like, you know. Hopefully it's fire. Get the, hey, get this fire emblem shit out of here, my nigga. <laughs> hey, we need that. We need that. It's Dragon Quest ass music. Fire it up. <laughs> Super Mario Galaxy ass music. Fuck out of here, nigga. I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play that when I'm at the gym and I'm and I'm squatting heavy. I'm gonna Hell use yeah. that as motivation to squat heavy. But the real question is, how many, how many uh producers are gonna are gonna sample that's his album? Too many. Everybody gonna turn into Jay Dillard yes. trying to flip them samples. And then are the niggas a year later gonna do interviews like Little Lottie? Like, yeah, man, niggas are ruining hip hop with that mumble bullshit. Okay, dog, you are you are a hundred percent the wrong person to be saying that shit, my nigga. But whatever. Yeah, um, what the fuck no, else I'm, is I'm happening? For, I'm hyped for. Oh it. Three shit! Shows. The after strike is over. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah, totally about to talk about that. Thank God, so we could get so we could continue getting mediocre shit. But that's another story. Whoa, whoa, hold up, man. Hold up, man. Listen, the actor strike is over, and we have weird things are going back to production that are actually worth a damn. Like Abbott Elementary. Um, That's all oh, my God. Yes. Uh, I need Abbott Elementary. 
Yeah, I'm hyped for Abbott Elementary. I can't lie. Yeah, we, we, we're getting things like the bear again because they finally got approved for season three a week after the strike. That's, that's on my watch list, so I'm going to um, And there's some other stuff we're going to talk about later about delays and whatnot, but let's go ahead and tap into Deadshot this week. Um, <laughs> speaking of delays and whatnot, uh, voiceover work for Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse will now resume. Um, with that being said, the release date is still indefinitely. So, how are y'all feeling about this? Hey, man, I think it's fire. I knew this would be on the top of the list to get done just because of the success of the uh, the second movie. The first mm-hmm. and second one, be honest at this point. So, hey, man, I fire it up. I'm sure they're going to need a lot of voice actors because I'm pretty sure they're going to add even more spider people into it. So, as Yeah, long nothing as, as, Go ahead. Uh, as, long as, as long as the haircuts are, are fresh in the animation, we're good, man. Yeah. Whatever yeah, texture man. brushes they were using, uh, they need to use. <laughs> they need to keep them shits. Um, I will say though, Haley Steinfeld said when the movie came out, which was around what May June ish, um, that she hadn't started voiceover work for that shit yet. And I assume if she's a starring actress, that shit's going to take a long time. So I'm going to assume we're not getting this movie till at least 2027. Um, Take your time, guys. Take yeah, actually, say, yeah, take your time, honestly. Yeah, and I'm cool with that, honestly and truly. Like, I, I don't want to hear another article about, yeah, we got, we had to put up uh, a day one update to the movie that's already in theaters. And you know what I mean? To the movie, yeah. what, what the fuck is this, NBA 2K, nigga? Like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here, man. Yeah. Um, like, the only thing I want... To, to be produced right now is another GTA game. That's the only thing I need it right now. Honestly, but everything honestly, else, and it's on the way. <laughs> it, it is on the way. They can take five more years with that. I'm good. I'm good. I'll be okay. We, we, we'll live. That's another God of War. At least two more Spider-Man games. That's half Horizon. a Wolverine trilogy. A Horizon. You know what I'm saying? We'll be good. We'll live until the next GTA game. Though with that being said, we are very glad this shit is coming out next year. God bless. Um, <laughs> I hear that. Uh, next up, HBO says that the Jon Snow solo show, plus the other Game of Thrones spinoffs, including the um, the Hedge Knight or whatever, um, are nowhere near getting greenlit right now. Yeah. Um, how are y'all feeling about that? It's Bro. it's one franchise that was so successful, and then they're like, let's make this let's make this character interesting. Let's how 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 how, how stretchable, flexible. This character can be. Let's make it two seasons, and then they do. Ah, oh, let's do it. Yeah, pretty much. Essentially, and then also it's like when they uh, first announced all these spindles. I'm like, probably half of these aren't seeing the light of day. Like you know, like I'm happy yeah. they got off House of the Dragon because that's actually fire. But like, I don't know if we need the Jon Snow show. To be honest. I feel like if anything was to happen, right? Because we know the Hedge Knight is happening because they've like done promo work and sh- for sure. Yeah, I've seen um, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but like if if any spinoffs were to not happen, Jon Snow out of all of these should be the one to survive. Um, I don't give a fuck. If Grey Worm gets a sequel. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, we don't give a fuck if any like the the like the. The Night's Watch, like any of the side characters in there, or Sam Tarly gets a sequel or nothing, shit like that. We don't give a fuck about Tyrion. But Jon Snow, out of all motherfuckers, should absolutely get a sequel. And I need him to, I need to watch him run the fade with Great Worm. Not if, but when he returns to King's Landing. Because you know that shit's going to happen. I want to see, I, I definitely want to see the Arya show too. I would definitely want to see her discover black people for the first time. <laughs> I think 
<laughs> a great show to bring that, you know? <laughs> Where else would she be selling off to, bro? She's gonna end up I in just, Africa. I just want the Australian accent. That's it. Exactly. Oh, you see that over there? Exactly. She's gonna crock crocodile hunter us, man. It's crazy. <laughs> you are wild, man. <laughs> oh, I'm a, I'm a with a stick. Hey, man. Oh, uh, Spider-Man Two: The Video Game has surpassed five million copies sold. Wow. Um. It's a lot of fucking copies, yo. There's there's no hyperbole to that. That's a lot of fucking. It also got nominated for Game of the Year because the Game of the Year awards also just came around. Um, do y'all think it's gonna win Game of the Year? Oh, uh, for sure. Uh, I don't I know, mean, man. This is probably the toughest years game Game of the Awards and we had in a long time, bro. Like it's a lot of good games. Think about just a Baldur's Gate three. Um, uh, what's Zelda. Zelda? Zelda? Like it's, it was a lot of games this year that came out. I think Let's it has a, we, a chance, but I don't know. Yeah, Baldur's Gate. We got Alan Wake two. We got Super Mario Bros. Wonder. We got Zelda. We got Resident Evil four, and that's it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a tough. A lot <laughs> yeah, of people said Starfield got re- out. It's just a. It's just a, like a what's that? What's that word? Like it's just updated. I mean, everybody knows it. If you play the GameCube version. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, but you know, in a world where we get uh, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance three remake, which is some of the worst fucking porting I've seen, yeah, in in the last decade of video games, I'm appreciative of Resident Evil four not being completely fucking ass. Thank you. And and the um, funny thing is that Resident Evil four is beyond my favorite. I'd be watching Adam Cole, aka Chugs, play that, and he's just and and I think like I'm trying to remember where I heard it from. Is that video game storylines are way better, or they could they technically could be their own movies. You could just watch the the cuts of it, and you will be entertained. That's what I did before Spider Man before it even came out because I don't care about spoilers. So I just watched the supercut. It was like a four hour supercut of all the cutscenes. It was it was great. I had a good time. Yeah, without the side quest. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, no, you, the side quest is what make everything special, man. Oh, um, for sure. I mean, that's what Snoop Dogg's doing. He's doing nothing but side quests now. That's his life. Him and, life. Him and Wiz Khalifa. Um, <laughs> Kevin Feige, 316, has said that the secret MCU project with Scarlett Johansson is still in development and oh, still allegedly unrelated to Black Widow. How y'all feeling about uh, I wonder what this could be. I'm guessing like maybe like a Yelena's show or something. I don't know. This is that's what I absolutely think this is. But what do you think about it, Eddie? <sighs> Scarlett Johansson just she's just doing it for the check. I, I don't think that SNL money is paying paying anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, she. I mean, she already got her money out of Marvel too. Like she already milked them. Uh, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't. She didn't save her bonds. She did a save. <laughs> she her bonds. She, she, she got a. She got fifty million dollars from that lawsuit, so uh, she should That's be so, good for a minute. You will hope so. You will hope so, man. But I don't know. I I really I really think it's a Yelena show. Um, I wouldn't be too mad at that. You know, she just as far as people out there just whooping ass. I'm I'm here for it. Honestly, with the, um, with the superhero landing. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Honestly, the most pie in the sky shit I can think about this is like a, a, a Yelena, um like Hawkeye team up show. Um, and then they somehow like basically retrust the steps of the what's the fucking incident her and Black Widow, her and Hawkeye in the first event was it Hungary or some shit or Budapest? Budapest, yeah. Budapest. Yeah. Budapest. Budapest. So like maybe they can like retrust the steps, retrust the steps, and like we can finally get like the flashback scene to Budapest or whatever. Cause like Jeremy Renner might not physically be able to like do a full starring role for at least another year. Um what if it's just her and her and um Kate Bishop? I think that'd be cool. Yeah, Kate Bishop. Um, we'll talk about would, her later. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, let's get into Invincible. Actually, before I fucking forget about this, have y'all seen the latest episode of Invincible? Yeah, I, I thought it was it's, cool. It's definitely it's upgrade from the first first uh, first one. Yeah, um, I think it kind of moved things along. It was it was good to see. It was decent. What about you? The only thing invincible I know is the M- MK1. I already downloaded him. I'm just oh, trying to find. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to find the time to play it. But it is it's on my list. It's it, again, guys. If you go to grad school, you ain't got no life. <laughs> be like this but, but trust me, the moment that you have a life, you're gonna use Ami Man to smash Luke Kane because he thinks he's a god. <laughs> my dude, <laughs> we're about to see. Shout to Ami Man, bro. Shout out to Ami Man. Um, yeah, shout I, I did. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, I tapped in right before we uh, we actually started recording today, and like the episode itself is like fine. Um, I thought the kaiju fight was kind of special, um, but only because like it, it's like this for every show. Like if you watch Spectacular Spider Man, if you watch Batman the Animated Series, if you watch Invincible, any show always ups the animation budget when niggas start getting pile drive into shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but the but the real like measure of a show is like not when sh- like people are getting clotheslined to hell. It's when you know the in between shit, the small things. Like there's a scene Dialogue of um, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a scene of Mark's mom, mom, Mark's mama breaking down again because you know her husband called her a pet on, on international television. Um, <laughs> and like just just the way the bottles are moving, like everything, it doesn't look smooth. Shit looks a little bit staticky. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just I'm still expecting more from a show that has the entire animation budget for Amazon allocated to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I'm just expecting more from the animation. Um like small things like uh like uh, there's a part of the episode where like Eve goes to um basically goes to see, check out her family type shit and they're like, "Yeah, we're broke, bro." Like sometimes niggas lose their job and be like that. She's like, "Why didn't y'all just tell me?" I, like like he, like she literally just takes the apple and was like, "Boom." 24 karat gold. Just like go sell this somewhere. Y'all be rich for like three years. Like <laughs> neither one of y'all got to work. What the fuck? Y'all, why didn't y'all just say something? And her daddy and her daddy went on some racist shit and was like, it's because of you people. You know what I'm saying? That y'all that we can't advance in society. It's because of y'all. I don't got no job. And she was like, yo, I know like Omni Man, like literally pile drive, like somebody through your work building. You know what I mean? Um, but y'all could have been rich by now. All you had to do was call me, you dickhead. Um, and I thought that scene was kind of cool, but also like, can we? I'm I'm looking forward to the day when her daddy gets capped, honestly and truly. Um, <laughs> like it, it's the same like like whenever you used to watch an X Men movie, like all the people yelling mutants, you're like, yo, I can't wait till Magneto like just throws like a, a fucking uh, tanker on top of these niggas for no uh, for no apparent reason, just because they're dickheads. Um, it you wouldn't change. The... You're the superior. Yeah, just like that, just like that. 
Um, but yeah, man, the only thing I really expect from the show is a better animation as the shit goes better or goes further. I, I will say that it, it improved from the first episode, but like when the bars are already in hell, how much are we really improving? You know what right. I mean? Um, so besides that, yeah, I don't get anything else on in- Invincible. Uh, you're ready to get into a little bit. Hollywood is Hollywood is like the opposite. It's like it's like you need to spend money to make money. They're like, how much money can we save? Exactly. That's all they want to do. That's all they yeah. care about. Um, right. Speaking of Hollywood caring about shit, let's get into a little bit of DC film news, right? We're going to start with something that's actually, that's actually good for once. So Anna Nagara, uh, who had to write the script for the DC studio Supergirl movie, uh, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. But more importantly, Anna was coincidentally hired to write the Supergirl spinoff that was going to happen from The Flash before, you know, Zoslav came through. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, so she did get basically got hired to do the Supergirl spinoff for DC Studios, which meaning this might be a high likelihood that Sasha Kai Supergirl will be the Supergirl moving forward. Um, How are y'all feeling about this? Especially you, Van, because you're the resident superstand here. Yeah, I I think um, Woman to Tomorrow is a great thing to Mm -hmm. adapt. I think it's going to be very easy to adapt. I just it all just depends on how violent they want to make it because it's a very bloody violent comic, uh, surprisingly so. Um, I think it'd be good if they bring back Sasha Kai. Cool. If not, then I'll be excited to see who else they uh they get to play the role. But it's looking likely for her to maybe to get another chance, uh, another crack at this, which she deserves, you know. Yeah, because she I was mean, the best part I, of Flash. What about you, Eddie? Yeah, I mean, I I I agree with I agree with Van. I agree with you. I mean. One thing that I think we're going to talk about later on in the show is that the moment that they that these comic book movies or shows or whatever start doing adult themes, I think that's when fans are going to really gravitate towards it. Because we understand it's like rest, it's like wrestling. If anybody knows me, I, I'm a big fan of pro wrestling. But the moment if that anyone who Roman listens to this Reigns, podcast know we how much we love pro wrestling, you are good at it. You continue. I, I, that's why I love you guys. <laughs> Every single time y'all mention like like uh, a comic book with wrestling, I'm like, I get it. <laughs> uh, so, what was I gonna say? Damn, this <laughs> it's hitting right now. Uh, uh, adult themes, the last thing I remember. Yeah, adult adult themes. So again, as long as as long as the storyline is is for mature audience and 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 it correlates to the story that that every hardcore comic book person knows, then it should be fine. But again, like these studios, they want to cater to the kids. So there you go. That's where I was going to go. Like that, like WWE was boring when it was just catered for the kids. But the moment that Roman Reigns started talking, talking shit in the camera, that's when adult got, fans started coming back. They're like, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. On, yeah. The, <laughs> on the token of like, you know, catering to kids, um, the like this particular storyline, like, it's it's really told through like the child companion of Supergirl in the story, so honestly, it, this is gonna be a great thing to hook kids in because like there's literally a character built into it with their point of view. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like X twenty three, you know, when she came out and she threw the head back to them, be like your move. <laughs> so, like Supergirl don't be taking niggas' heads off like on purpose, uh, but she is she is definitely known to be like, hey yo, I'm listen, I. The ship y'all got real nice. I am going to spike this shit into the nearest planet if y'all don't keep fucking with or y'all don't stop fucking with me. That's the type of shit I want to see on screen. 
know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Same. Um, speaking a little bit more Superman news, James Gunn tweeted out that Superman Legacy is set to start filming around March 2024, but more importantly, Superman Legacy is still on track for its original release date. Apparently, the strikes ain't have to share on this movie. Um, then, Eddie, how y'all feel about this? I mean, didn't James Gunn said that before that he finished the script before the striker the strike happened? Right. This is true. So, like, I mean, that man, he's like, if I work hard, y'all gonna work triple times hard than me. So get your asses in the goddamn studio. Right. And I think he kind of foreseen the strike coming, which is why I think we got the cast and announcement before the strike. The script was written before the strike, so. Which it is kind of it kind of was timed out perfectly. It's kind of wild how it all worked out for the yeah. that movie, you know. Meanwhile, on the, the Marvel side of things, we got to talk about six delays later. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I might I might have to get around too. But honestly, let's talk about the biggest WBD story of the weekend. It's not even a superhero thing, but it is James Gunn related. Um, so on Friday, I believe it was Friday, right? Everybody, the the Coyote versus Acme news dropped. For those yeah. of you who don't know what we're talking about. Um, on Friday, WBD decided that they were going to announce that they were going to hit the basically the tax write off no jutsu or aka the delete button they used on Batgirl and Scoob Holiday Hunt last year oh on, on Coyote versus Acme. And for those of you who don't know what Coyote versus Acme is, it was a movie that was in development at WBD, executive produced and written by James Gunn, starring John Cena, Will Forte, and Lana Condor. Right, mm-hmm. um, it was it was supposed to be like a legal drama that it was, was kind of what you what's the um what was the name of the Looney, Looney Tunes movie from like two thousand and four like Brendan Fraser was it Back in Action? Uh, back in Action, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it was basically supposed to be something like that, but instead it was going to be like you know Wiley Coyote literally suing Acme for his many ass whoopings over the years. It's going to be like a it was going to be like a cartoon live action hybrid legal drama. It was going to be mad funny. Like you got you got John Cena, Wiley Coyote. And fucking um, Roadrunner in this bitch. Like, it's going to be hilarious. And they had a lot of practical effects they shot on set. Like, it was a really good movie. Not to mention, it scored mad high on test scores. And by mad high, we mean, like, Deadpool 1-level test scores. Like, in the high 90s, consistently. Like, for critics, for fans, for friends. Like, they do, for, like, a lot of test screens in Hollywood, it's basically just like members of like the family of the cast and crew that basically just come through and able to watch the movie and like enjoy right. it to a certain extent, right? But like despite the the meat or despite despite the audience they tested with, critics, you know, crew members, families and shit, random fans, it all got high nineties. People fucked with the movie um, to the extent like after this got announced, mad people who had like reporters who had seen the movie were like, I've seen I've seen the cut of this movie. This shit was fire. They're making a motherfucking mistake, right? Um, good enough for us though that the reporters weren't the only motherfuckers who felt like that apparently. Um, mm-hmm. because it was reported earlier today by the I think it was the Hollywood no Puck actually shout to Puck Puck News um, that several filmmakers canceled upcoming meetings with Warner Brothers after the news broke that they did this shit. Um, along with the fact that several agents called Warner Brothers through their, basically through their agents. And said, yo, my client, you know, XYZ person here, let's just say for shits and giggles, was Denzel Washington. I don't, I'm not saying Denzel's the person who did that, but he had beef when they did the shit for HBO Max. So I'm assuming he had beef around this time too. Just 
this is say Denzel for this example. Denzel says, hey, hey yo, we really not fucking with y'all just, you know, delete movies and shit. Especially the shit they all said, you know, should be good. Um, and then that has led to WBD reversing their decision. Um, it also came out when I was reported that there were several studios willing to buy this shit for more money than they would get for the $30 million tax write-off. Um, and now it's being reported the movie will be shopped around by the director to get somebody else to buy it. And it seems Amazon is leading the sale or leading the risk right now. But with all that being said, how are y'all feeling about this? Um, this this is um this kind of shows like how powerful solidarity could be. You know, niggas just be nigging on their meetings to actually cause this company to be like, oh yeah, actually we have to sell this movie instead of just just canning it. You know, I think they left a bad taste in people's mouth with Bad Girl. And I think they didn't want to go through that backlash once again, you know. So, mm-hmm. hey man, I'm happy this movie's gonna get bought. It seems like Amazon's buying all the forgotten DC properties because you still have Cape Crusader on the way. So, uh, yeah, yes, we do. <laughs> so, shout out to them. Good move. Where were you, Eddie? I mean, it just—I mean, it just reminds me of the Yes movement with Daniel Bryan, man. Nobody, nobody wanted to see Kate Batista versus Randy Orton. They wanted, <laughs> they wanted to see the real goat. And they were like, "We will, we will make it happen." He's like, "I don't know the, the real goat has one functional eye these days." So uh, <laughs> that's, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. That's yeah, that is another story. But dude, if it, I just don't understand these executives, if the movie is good, why not just bank on it? Yeah, it's just so weird to me. Is that like you're you're making these people that are striking that are telling you? We want to get paid fair. We are working hard for this. And the moment that they give you gold, they're just like, nah, we'll just do Actually, another option. That, that, that is a perfect point that Eddie just made. To do this like days after the strike ended like, is some on, really man. wild shit. Some really bold oh. shit. Like, wow, like, damn. Like, how confident were they? They feel like oh. they and honestly, like with the strike in mind as well, like even thinking of it like a little bit uh, more like personnel perspective, the movie was executive produced and written by James Gunn, starring John Cena. Um, John Cena was is the face of the most popular DC streaming show as of right now, Peacemaker. Um, and James Gunn is the head of DC Studios. And you thought it was a good idea to cancel the man who you christened like last summer. His like this funny little spinoff project. If yo, if David Zazal is willing to do this shit for like a fucking Looney Tunes movie, what happens if WBD's in a bad spot financially in two years and they got to cancel a DC movie because they see more value in a canceled movie rather than releasing that shit to the public where it will make its budget back because it's a fucking Batman movie? Um, yeah. At this point, I, they're just teasing us. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know, man. Like. uh Hey man, I'm happy this shit's getting sold though, man. It seemed like a lot of people rallied behind it online. That was good to see. Yeah, shout out to everybody involved in getting this decision reversed. But uh hopefully David Zazal doesn't do this shit to like all James Gunn first wave. Um I mean, shoot, nobody, little... nobody cared about Cobra Kai until they went to Netflix. Hey, yeah, you got sure. a point there. Um let's talk about a little bit of Marvel Comic News. So there was an announcement a couple hours ago that Peter and Miles will have their first ongoing series together titled The Spectacular Spider-Man, or, and it will be written by Greg Weissman. For those of you who oh, don't nice. know, Greg Weissman 
is the was the pro- executive producer of Spectacular Spider-Man, the cartoon, and Young Justice to this day. Um, well, I mean, before it got canceled again. Um, and he will now be writing Spectacular Spider-Man, and Humberto Ramos will also be doing the art for this book. Uh, how are y'all feeling about this? I can't believe it took this long for the actual ongoing with both of them in it. I thought this would have happened years ago, bro. I can't believe this is the first time. I mean, I honestly thought MCU was going to do it, but I'm glad it's somebody else. <laughs> yeah, man, put them in an ongoing. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna do very well. I like this. I love to see the stories that they t- try to tell in this. Um, my only thing is like, I hope they get real interesting with the villains. You know, I hope it's not just Peter's Rose, Rose Gallery. Also, some Peter go get some of the Miles guys too. You know, that'd be cool. Or get weird with it, like um. Who Mark Wade and Dan Moore are doing with the world's finest over at DC? Like they're just doing all the off the wall shit they could possibly think of. <laughs> yeah, they fight ninjas and shit. It's hilarious. They got a Batman, Superman, Power Ranger over there. Nightwing's trying to fuck Supergirl. <laughs> Everything's going crazy over there. All right. Yeah, it's wild. It sounds like a party. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if this is like Marvel trying to like you know buy into their next generation, I you know I'm cool with it. Um, but like you know that. Whatever level of promo, this got a whole like comic trailer and shit like that, which like I generally don't like comic trailers. But um, you know who also could use a comic trailer? Miles Morales, who's currently fight or who just recently fought the Hobgoblin to the death in the book. That could use the comic trailer. Cody Ziggler is doing good good work on that book. I can't even get more spotlight to that book. Uh, but at the same time, I'm happy Miles Morales got another ongoing series because it's just been one for years. Um, <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Miles, man. Shout out to Let's get to this week in comics a little bit. Uh, because I did I finally took some time and did some catching up on a, a couple of integral books. But Van, what have you been reading? Uh, me, I've just been catching up on um Invincible Iron Man. Very good book, you know. Like I said before, Emma Frost and Tony are married, they're hiding. Uh, <laughs> Emma Frost has to wear this wear this fucking band so her mutant powers don't get detected when she's out in the city. She's adopted a whole nother identity. Having uh, marriage problems is really good, really good. I read an advanced copy of um, there's an issue coming out with Emma Frost versus uh, Reed Williams, it's actually really good. So, check that out in like a month, that should be out soon. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just reading a bunch of Iron Man stuff. I read um, Infamous Iron Man, that's shout true. out to my boy Doom, you know what I mean? Had to go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> what, about you? What, about, what about you, Eddie? So for for pain, I've been I've been reading the the nutrition guidebook. If y'all are interested for that, come follow me on my socials. But for pleasure, I've been rereading uh, Eddie Guerrero's autobiography, uh, stealing uh, what is it, uh, stealing death, cheating life, or something, some shit like that. I, I don't know, man. Again, this eighteen hundreds hitting hard. Um, so because um, again, I like I love. Has it been eighteen years since Eddie passed away last week or this week? Uh, I think it's tomorrow, but I think but his daughter uh, did did a post. I don't know if I don't know if he passed away the thirteenth or the fifteenth. I know I knew it was like a week before my birthday. That's all I remember, and I was just like, "Damn, man!" And then when Dark Side of the Ring did that did that episode with Chavo explaining how he passed away, like that that shit hurt because I thought he passed away in his sleep my whole entire life until Dark Side of the Ring. I thought he passed away in his sleep. When I found out that this man was in his bathroom, still breathing, and then he choked on himself to death, I was like, damn, man. That's yeah, that's it hurt. That's rough. That's Pero super rough. Arriba la, arriba la raza. Ya tu sabes. Yep. 
This weekend comics got dark real fast. <laughs> um, yeah, light it up, Max, please. My bad. Uh, I caught up on Batman, um, and it has gotten to the point dessert because I, I had to reread Gotham War. Um, so I caught up on all of Gotham War. I went back to reread some shit just to make sure I had like my references right. Um, and Zer is wilded. Um, there, there's no other way to say that shit. Like the the Zer and our personality that Bruce Wayne has made as a backup personality. Basically, the story of this arc or this run that Chip Darcy is doing on Batman is that Batman's secret personality has been wilded for years, and because you know Bruce always thinks he's in control. He ain't know that shit, um, but now he's trying to. He's basically taking over and like taking do, dominion over the bot is like Bruce's body all the time, uh, and now Bruce is hunting Joker, one of the Jokers. Um, they keep saying three Jokers, but like if three Jokers is canon, that means one of them hoes is dead, and yeah, one of them definitely got blasted by uh, Jason Todd. <laughs> yeah, so like if they're just gonna ignore that part of the story, that shit's stupid. But um, Batman's looking for Joker. He finds Joker, and Joker was like. No, 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 Bruce, I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to the real you. And Bruce was like, what the fuck you mean, the real me, nigga? And he's like, you, you know who I'm talking to. And Zero was like, like, and, and you get this picture in Bruce's mind of basically like Batman and Zero and all like grabs the shoulder and was like, hey, yo, move aside, little one. And he's like, what yeah. the Hold up, nigga. What the, what's, this is my body, dog. What the fuck's going on? Exactly. Um, and then Zero gets, gets, you know, takes over the main body of Batman. And he, then he goes, Joker. Today's the day you die. And I'm like, oh, the story's really yeah. about to start now. Yeah, now it's about to um, get up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I need you to forward me that. I need to read that. I'll send you a link for it after this. But uh oh, yeah, sure. I, I kind of like how this this story has made me reverse my my stance on Batman killing. Um <laughs> because I feel like honestly and truly, this the story is basically like the Zer and odd character of the personality, at least in this story, is basically like us telling Batman for the last couple of years or like the last decade, like, hey, yo, bro, you should really just start sliming niggas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and this story has got to be like, nah, bro, like, that's not what Batman's about. Batman's about family type shit. And, and basically, Zerdon's always in his head like, nah, bro, you should really start sliming niggas. Like, you should start <laughs> slime them. Slime <laughs> them. If, if the family gets in your way, just stomp them niggas out too. Like, it is, like, the war goes on, my God. The war on crime. You feel me? Um... Like hey but, baby, hey baby, I know this is your first time, but I'm gonna make sure it's nice and sweet for you. By, <laughs> and by nice and sweet, he means he's about to bust somebody's kneecaps for fun. Oh, oh man. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm really fucking with like how this arc is unfolding and like how deep and dark and criminal we're getting with this shit. Um, with how deep the Zer shit goes. Um, I caught up on Nightwing. Nightwing is you know visiting another ex girlfriend off the radar for no apparent reason. Um, that's not that's not even like a criticism on Tom Taylor or DC editorial at all. I'm just saying Nightwing is a hoe all the time. <laughs> um, I caught up on Titans. Um, it's always Aqualad doing some freak bullshit, man. It's, it's always Aqualad. Um, I really like that the way that they've made Titans a lot different from just the Justice League, um, like basically just the resident cops or whatever of the of the DC universe. Um, like there's a point in the panel where like Tempest is like uh, yeah y'all niggas ain't really about shit you feel me like yeah y'all save the rainforest but y'all gonna come replant these trees and shit and then Beast Boy was like hey yo he's an asshole but like he might have a point maybe we should we should go back 
and replant some trees and shit. You know what right. I'm saying? And Night was like, "Fuck it, I'm rich. Go ahead, do what you got to do." Um, that ain't me, fun. my boy. Yeah. He, he was like, "Yo, I'm rich. You can like, you got the budget. You can. I will literally give you all this shit. Go ahead, replant some trees. Guard, you go do your shit." Um, told that that was really cool. Also, caught up on Miles Morales, which I got to read the issue of him beating the shadow hobgoblin today. Um, I think this trauma arc that he's currently going through is really good for the character, just in general. Um, and another way, like the writers of this book, Cody Ziegler in particular, um, distinguishes him from Peter because Peter just feels like a walking trope these days, and we will get into more of that shit later. Um, but before I get too deep into this week in comics, are y'all ready to talk about Loki season two finale? Oh, that's that's why I'm here, man. That's why I'm here. Yeah, let's talk about it, man. All right. So, how do y'all feel about it before I get into it? I'll I'll start off because I, I'm gonna act like David Arquette, okay? Every single time he says something about wrestling, he's like, "Oh my god, I love you so much," you know this and that. I enjoyed the story. It was it was a nice story. But I just wish I just I just wish uh, Loki would have put Kane's head on the platter. That's all I wanted. Again, it goes back to what, what we were talking about. A little bit of mature content goes a long way. I would have loved to see Loki just stab him and then be like, you know what? I I'm about to sit in my throne. Cause I mean, I can respect that. I can respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I, I appreciate that. Um, I will give Marvel credit for giving a, a character a complete arc. I think from the beginning of Loki season one to this, it's like showing mm-hmm. a complete growth and overturn of a character. And I think they do. It did show a little care in doing that. Um, I just don't get the point of it. I feel like it was a kind of gr- a grandiose story to tell just so he can be the person to reset the timeline when all this is done. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think they did a good job with it. It was like handled with care. And I felt like the cast was really good and had good synergy between all of them. I'm not mad at it. I think it ended it pretty. Ended pretty the well. moment I found out Casey is actually a criminal, I, I'm like, all right, you know what? That's that's a that's that was a 360. Because honestly, from, like little dork, to like, man, of course my name is Frank, dog. Come on now. Yeah, exactly. Honestly and truly, I thought um, I the first time I saw the actor who plays Casey, um, I saw him in The Good Place, and he was I forgot the character's name, but he was uh, Jason's brother or whatever. I'm like. He just seems like he just got pulled from the good place and just like played this and Loki. So I'm just going to assume this nigga's basically the same person in the sacred timeline. And lo and behold, he was basically the same person in the sacred timeline. So shout out to my man. Yeah, it all worked out. Yeah. I just I um, just know it from the gecko commercial. So you know. Yeah. So um I'm gonna give like a really quick synopsis for people because I saw some people asking questions on the timeline about like what the fuck all this shit actually meant. Because you know, time is always fucking confusing. Um so basically, with Loki with his new time magic powers and like I don't know him realizing he's a god all over again, um, is basically now reviving the multiverse with his time magic powers um, because the temporal loom blew up and he spent several centuries trying to fix that shit, only to be like, oh no, this shit's going to blow up no matter what I do. Um, that that then takes him back to a conversation that he remains and they travel back and have a little bit of talk and he remains trying to stun him and be like, Nick, you can't pause time and Loki was like. <laughs> My nigga, you think this is the first time we're having this conversation? Um, about the RKO you. Exactly. And then yeah. Kane basically explains to him like how he's fucked the multiverse, right? In, in the sense that he's got he's put it into a really fucked up either or situation. Basically, if you leave the temporal loom functioning, 
it, the only thing that it will really protect is the sacred timeline, the MCU timeline. Um, but if you take it off, basically the multiverse will crumble away in a second. And that's exactly what happened. And Loki, with his time magic powers, has reversed all that shit, functionally making him the god of time now. Um, and not only just the god of time, he's basically, I don't know how to say this, like re-sprouted or, or he's become Marvel's like, Ig, Ig, I don't know how the fuck to say it, Yggdrasil tree, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a Norse tree. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. But it, he's basically be, made an Yggdrasil, an Yggdrasil tree <laughs> of time. Stop making me say that shit. Um, and he's basically the god of time now. Like he is functionally molecule man. Um, yeah, pretty much. I think that was cool. Like, like we kind of talked about last week. He's basically Vegeta now. Um, I love when y'all put when y'all point that out. I legit stopped driving, and I was like, "What a great comparison." It's it, it works for this one, honestly and truly. Because both um, characters went from player haters to joining the family and about to have a barbecue with freaking the big character. Exactly. <laughs> and then when him and, and him and Thor finally meet again, Thor gonna walk up to the tree like, "All right, nigga, is that you? Are are you dead ass my brother, bro?" Um, I am not your brother. I'm the god of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The god of time is related to me. Whatever, nigga. Um. <laughs> But I, I thought the finale did what it was supposed to do. I don't really particularly care about how complicated this shit was. Um, but I, I I like how they, they made sure to include Ant-Man in this. Um, but just basically, yeah, basically this Kang got his ass whooped by Ant-Man. Um, and I wanted, what's the next project after this? Is it Deadpool versus Wolverine? Deadpool? Deadpool? That's, no, that's the only one. Echo. Is Echo oh, the next? Yeah. Okay, so oh, Echo's not... You're right. Echo doesn't connect to the sacred. Well, no, it connects to the sacred timeline, but she's not involved in the big overarching multiverse oh, story, yeah, yeah, yeah. which uh, is a they're, good thing. They're, Marvel's back to do to focusing on street street level crime now. Yeah, we're gonna see how that shit holds up. Um, but what's the next? Like, is it Deadpool three? Is the is the only? Yeah, yeah the Deadpool three is going to be the only project we get next year. Um, so Deadpool three will be the God. next MCU movie. Um, so. Yeah, the next movie is Deadpool 3, and then after that, we're basically into Secret Wars. Um, speaking of Deadpool 3, let's get into a little bit of Marvel film updates. Um, Deadpool 3 is set to resume filming within the next week or so. Um, they didn't give an exact date, but they said if either last if it wasn't by the end of last week, it should be by this week. Um, but more importantly, Captain America Brave New World got a, a big report last week via the Insider. Um, and the report said that this is going to get extensive reshoots. Um, quote, it got negative test scores. Wow. All, all three major sequences were cut. And I want y'all to think of like think about this, like how an MCU movie is structured. There's a big action scene in the first act, there's a big action scene in the second act, and there's a big action scene in the third act, right? That means all three of them big action scenes got cut. Damn, so I guess they're gonna have to back to the drum board, back to square one. Yeah, Yo, like Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins is about to drop that belt to Gunter. Yeah, he's gonna have to, he to go back. Yeah. Yo, for like for to, to like put this in like more concrete terms, think of a civil war, right? In the beginning, you had the chase with crossbones. In the middle, we have the big airport fight, and at the end, we had Captain America versus Iron Man. 
imagine if like multiple people had seen that movie before time and was like, no, all them shits were trash. That's that's exactly what's happened with Brave that's New World. Crazy. How do you fuck up every action scene in a movie? It struck out, man. Like, how do you go three for three on a single like on the best parts of the movie, bro? Oh, for three, actually. My bad. I hope they reconsider the um the whole Red Hulk thing. I hope they kind of like uh, minimize that. To, to I'm I'm not really too excited for that in the MCU. I yeah, I think you have a point with there. Like honestly, I think they're probably trying to pack too much into this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Eddie? I mean, y'all y'all got it right. They're trying to fit a uh, ten pound ten pound bags of shit to the uh, five five bag, whatever that thing called. You know, they're trying to just. Stuff too many things because they're like, okay, this is gonna lead to this, this is gonna lead to that. We gotta put it all in this movie so that it could all re- be related, and everybody needs to to know all these references. It's like, no, sometimes I just want to see shit explode. Okay, um, I don't need to know. I don't need to know why I need to watch this uh, MCU TV show. I don't need to watch the the Marvels movie. Back back ten years ago, I just need to know here now. What's the, what are you telling me? Yeah. Speaking of big explosions, the reshoots are allegedly set to take from January of next year to May of next year. That is almost five complete months of shooting. And and for anybody who you know listens to be like, damn, that's a lot. That's almost like you know, original shooting schedule. It basically is an original shooting schedule. They're basically redoing the whole fucking movie over. Yeah, man. That's insane. They definitely yeah, they're definitely redoing anything they shot is moot, I'm guessing. That's that's uh that's bad. Yeah, um, I guess they're redoing, dude, the script, I, they're redoing the script too, I'm guessing. If, if they they, they have to into, yeah, they Anthony have to be. about to go back to eight mile. You're like, you know what? I'd rather lose to to be rabbit every day. Parents, parents. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's going to go back to being uh, hounded by Samoa Joe and Twisted Metal. Um, that's still on my list. I need to watch that. The last update I got for the week, actually, well, not last update, but for the positive updates, Eternals 2 is allegedly in early development over at Marvel with Richard Madden returning as Icarus. Um, for anybody who did not see Eternals 1. Wait, okay, cool. Icarus is the one who flew into the sun at the end of it. Um, and, and, and ended that shit pretty definitively. So, Van, Eddie, how do y'all feel about an, a, a potential Eternals 2? We got to reverse the, the Bone Thugs and Harmony Crossroads. Uh, we got to take that back now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got to take it back. We thought it was a dead, a dead team, but nah. Oh. Now, now it's going to be like, Wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. Exactly, get exactly. up, get up. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. I feel like the only way to save Eternals or to do an Eternals 2 is like you would have to bring back Thanos. Like they would have to fight Thanos in some type of way. Like I can't see them conjuring any type of ex- excitement for a second movie without a big piece like that being in it, you know? Yeah. Um, and like more importantly, does Chloe Jaw know this movie's happening? Right, or is she coming back for this? Because I wouldn't want to see a second Eternals without her behind the, the behind the lens. To be honest with you, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm not sure I want to see a second Eternals. Period. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm more likely to watch the shit with her directing, though. Yeah, uh, I I didn't really care for the first movie. Um, like the whole cast really did not do it for me. Besides my man who played Gilgamesh, 
and Angelina Jolie, Angelina Jolie as Athena. Um, like they didn't, they like, really didn't do it for me. Like Sprite, the whole subplot was Sprite and Cersei and Icarus was the weird, yeah, the that weirdest. So weird. That was the a very weird love triangle. Um, not to mention that sex scene that made me uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I'm good on anything. Any any follow up to the Eternals? They were, they were scratching throughout time and centuries. That shit was so whack. Weird. So weird. Um, <laughs> speaking of whack, let's get into some of the delays that have happened. So, Venom three has been delayed to November eighth, twenty twenty four. Um, Deadpool three has been delayed to July sixth, twenty twenty four, and Blade has been delayed to November seventh, twenty twenty five. Insane! Um, wow. For context, that is almost exactly two years away from right now. Um, or take it back. Yeah, two full years. We're slightly off by a week, but those are some pretty significant delays. How are y'all feeling about this? Um, I mean, I knew a lot of this was going to get planted to the sun uh, once the whole strike happened. Um, I think the harshest one is like obviously the Blade one. I feel like I was really, I'm really excited for that movie. And hearing the you know behind the scenes issues, you know what I mean. Marvel stressing Mahersh Love wants to wanted to leave at certain points. Script issues. It's gonna take a, a miracle and a half for this movie to get made. So hopefully they can land it because I'm really excited for Blade. I, Blade's one of my favorite characters. Hopefully they can do it, but I don't know, man. We'll have to wait and see on that one. I mean, Blade has a special place in my heart. I think I think we're all around the same same age group. But that was my first superhero movie. Mm-hmm. What a great way to start, dude. And then Blade mm-hmm. 2, I still remember Eye Against Eye with uh, that techno people and most Def. I mean, fire. So at this point, it's like, like you said, Ali just like, either he's like, dude, I really wanted to do this, but y'all starting to piss me off now. Yeah. I'm going to go I- back to play Cotton Mouth. I <laughs> <laughs> right, listen, man, if we are at a point where once again they are closer to losing their main star than they like than they are to getting this fucking movie made. Because unlike the other two products we talked about in this update, Venom Three and Deadpool Three, both them shits have started filming. Mm-hmm. Blade ain't had a day of principal t- principal photography, not a yeah. single day. Matter of fact, they shut day. down about six weeks before that or two weeks before that actually. So, yeah, man, a movie. Been development since 2019, ain't had a day of filming yet. Hey Wesley, what you what you doing nowadays? You paying your taxes yet? It it might be time to make that call, man. It might be time to make that call. Uh, But speaking of making that call, I made that call to the local Fandango app uh, to pay two dollars and forty six cents for this Marvels ticket. So let's go ahead and talk about the Marvels. Let's talk about it. How'd you feel about it? Um, for the Marvels, I thought I thought it was pretty good. Um, I see a lot of people didn't like it, which is shocking to me. I seen Scott say he didn't like it, which is honestly very shocking for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Him being a uh, Marvel uh, Mikhail, um, Mel Kiper Jr. But for me, <laughs> 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 but for me, uh, I thought it was all right. I think um, I think it's really carried about the synergy of the main three uh, leading cast members. Um, hundred percent. It's skewed way younger than I thought it would. Um. Almost like the way Love and Thunder did. It's like mm-hmm. it's like almost like a, a children's movie, you know. Um, 
I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought the dialogue scenes was some some cringy dialogue in there. Um Black girl I thought, Dude. It was a terrible <laughs> written line, a terrible written line. But no, nah, I think overall the movie was fine. Asher sequences sucked. Um I think they have Marvel has a real problem with scaling. Like nothing feels as grand as like if any were in game, which I get, but when you're dealing with characters that like fly through space and shit, you gotta make it feel a little more lively than what they did here. Um I think it was all right. The end cre- the post credit scene was ass. Um Both I'm of happy them. to see Yeah, I'm happy to see my boy Kelsey Grammer, of course, is beast, but I just feel like it was like such an obvious push towards this X-Men shit that it was just so forced. Um, I didn't really like it. So, but yeah, that's how I feel about the the Marvels. What you guys think? What about you, Eddie? Dude. So I need a, I I need a Imani to go to the doctor because I need to know how her back is feeling for carrying in that goddamn movie. Yeah, Imani, she's a star, man. Imani, hundred percent. Dude, as much as everybody gives crap about Tony Khan about being a fanboy, I'm like, I guarantee you, if you had to hang out with all the people you used to lo- you look up to, and you have billions of dollars, you will act the same fucking way. Quit lying. So, and Imani, I mean, I love her. I love the Miss Marvel series. I and just her being in this movie, like you could tell, she was having fun. She was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Brie Larson singing. This reminded me of the good old days of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought about. Dude, Same. I was like, I, am, I after this movie, I'm going to go watch it again. I'm going to watch Hello Again, Friend of a Friend. I'm like, yeah, that's a good <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> and, and then, and then uh, oh boy, I don't know, the Korean guy, that man, he's like, I, I don't got a big part of this movie, and I'm not an important character. But guess what? Watch this drip. Yeah. <laughs> He got that shit on. <laughs> like when he when he came on in the fucking like little wings on his shoulders, I was like, damn, dog, he came to play. He, he, he had, this man came to play. He got the fits and, off for sure. And then I just need to know the conversation between Kevin Foggy and Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer's like, no, I'm not gonna do the goddamn suit. I'm not putting the hair hair. I'm not gonna do that goddamn makeup again. That was hell. And he and Kevin Foggy was like, no, 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 dude, it's 2023. I'm gonna put some dots around you. We're gonna capture you, and we're gonna we're gonna hire some motherfucker to play you. You're good. Just do the voice. He's like, word. How many zeros? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, uh, that's. I mean, again, will I watch it again? Probably not. But I still had fun. That's fair. That's fair. What you would you you see it yet, X? What you think? I did see it. I saw it on Sunday. Um, I thought that. Like you said before, like the chemistry between Amon uh, Brie Larson and Tiana Paris was flawless, phenomenal. Like that, all basically all the times where they just get to like talk shit to each other, just banter a little bit, are the best parts of the movie, honestly and truly. Um, I thought that the the like the subplot of power switching, or like or them switching in places whenever they use their powers at the same time, gave way to some really unique and interesting fighting scenes. Um, mm-hmm. Especially the montage of them training with that shit, but also at the end during the final fight, I thought some of that shit looked, shit looked really cool. My main like problem with it was like, a, a, and something I'll talk about a little bit more. And second was like, it didn't get a lot of room to breathe. Like I really thought like we should have more moments in between like them whooping ass, so we could get the moment to like of them like trying like triumphing over this you know thing that's basically helped them down the whole movie. Um, 
that would have been a really cool moment, but we didn't get that moment. Um, but like y'all said before, Amal Valani is genuinely hilarious. Um, she is mad funny. She's personable. She's out of anything in all of this. She's you can tell she's passionate about playing this character out of everything. Absolutely. In uh, that, like, not to say like she literally shines on screen, but like she's literally the brightest spot in this movie. Um, by like by far, her lines at least felt genuine. Whereas everyone else has felt like they were just kind of like just playing the characters they've played before, like over and over again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest problem with the movie is nothing has a moment to breathe. That's that's honestly my biggest issue with the movie. Like you basically just go from like set piece to set piece, scene to scene. Nothing like even the jokes that really do hit, you don't really get a second to like laugh because you're immediately on to the next thing. Um, and I and there was just me watching this movie. There was times I could tell like they definitely meant to reshoot a lot of this shit and just didn't get the chance to. And instead of like, you know, putting maybe more of the original footage out, you know what I'm saying? Maybe like basically ascribing to Warm Nia Costa's vision, maybe letting the beats play out a little bit differently. They took out a lot, like they basically like Cobra Kai swept this motherfucker's like momentum out from underneath it by not letting shit breathe in the movie. Um, and one of those things is like Monica's progression with her powers. She literally went from like doing very small laser shit to flying and like doing damn near final flash on motherfuckers in, in the movie. <laughs> it's like imagine if Goku went Super Saiyan three in like two episodes. Not not even that, right? Imagine if <laughs> if Dragon Ball Goku went from Dragon Ball like final fight against Piccolo to Super Saiyan in the span of two episodes. That's a big fucking escalation, real fucking yeah, fast, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. There was there was no progression. Like the only real acknowledgement you get throughout the movie is like, yeah, bro, I didn't think I was gonna be doing none of this shit 24 hours ago, but yet here we are. Time to nut up, nigga. And that's basically what Tiana Paris said to Carol at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish like moments like that kind of got more time to breathe. Um He sounded like JR when he's watching the Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks match. <laughs> Yo, like like honestly and truly, like they hired Nia DaCosta to do this damn movie, right? And I know, like, what once again, every MCU movie is a Kevin Feige joint. We know this essentially. But if you're in a position where you really can't reshoot some shit and you really can't change it because you're in the middle of a fucking writer strike and an actor strike, uh, maybe y'all should just, you know, add more of the fluff from the original cutback so it actually breathes like a real movie. It doesn't breathe like a real movie. It breathes like a like a... You know, if you ever go on YouTube and like went to fire and like all the cool Star Wars fights, or actually like watching all the queens of the Star Wars shit, like um, you ever like go like listen or go to a playlist and be like Anakin's best fights, it felt like I was watching a playlist of like the movie's coolest moments or funniest moments instead of watching a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like the highlights and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it felt like I was watching like extended highlights of me watching like United versus Arsenal or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Instead of watching the actual fucking match, you feel me? Yeah. Oh yeah, trust yeah. me. We're gonna get we're gonna get some deleted scenes of Mrs. Khan trying to reorganize uh, uh, Nick Fury's office. Um, She'd be like, "Why is that there? That doesn't look there. We're gonna move it over here." Speaking of Mrs. Khan and Nick Fury, right? There was a there was a scene in the movie where he was like, "Yeah, we have some. We basically like, hell yeah, we've been spying on y'all." And his her <laughs> and her daddy is like, "What the fuck you mean? You've been surveilling us, Nick Fury." And like that's the only acknowledgement of that shit. They just like, hey, yo, don't talk about it. We move on. You know what I'm saying? Um, and like to like to 
to like us who are like not Muslim, um, motherfuckers like might not really think about like second, like second, might not give a second thought to that basically. But to Muslim people, post 9-11, surveillance means the cop was hounding your ass constantly. Nick I didn't Fury, even think about that. That's a good yo, point. <laughs> no, I, 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 I caught that. I, I, I slightly caught that. Like I, I went and watched it with my friend and I just, and he's Indian. So he kind of knows the struggles. I looked at him side eye and be like, that's that's you, fam. Yeah, like like put it like this, right? Like the term surveillance to the Muslim American community is the same thing as yeah. like the term alien to like the Hispanic Latino American community. That shit's basically a slur or calling somebody a slur. You know what I mean? They it's damn near calling somebody a terrorist. I really wish they didn't put that shit in this movie. Because besides that, the, the whole interaction with the Khan family were genuinely funny and wholesome. All of them shits were fire, and that kind of soured it a little bit for me. Um, oh, yeah. But besides that, the movie was—it was a Marvel movie. Um, I went to see—I went to see the movie with the homie, and the homie Derek called the villain Darth Meghan Markle. Um, <laughs> man, nah. The first thing—the first thing I thought about, because you know I'm from Houston, I was like, man, you need to see Johnny Dang, girl. That girl is fucked up. <laughs> Yo, dog, like. <laughs> Honestly and truly, like even the villain of the like, I really felt like she she wasn't like I'm not gonna be like she was right or nothing like that. But like I I when they gave her like her little backstory snippet or whatever, it, I didn't even have the chance to feel sympathetic for her. Yeah, because it was I felt, quick too. Yeah, it was mad quick. It was like maybe 45 seconds, and that was it. You know what I mean? And and by the end of it, it was like yeah, I'm just gonna you know slime everything to get this shit over with. And like you ain't you ain't really get a second to like feel what she was feeling. You know what I mean? Um, like you got you basically it basically goes from like her perspective right back to Carol's perspective. Carol's perspective is like, yeah, my bad, bro. I meant I, you know, my bad that I super kicked the AI that controlled your civilization, which meant like a like mad people got caught in the collateral, and I ain't thinking about that shit. My bad, you feel me? <laughs> um, but we we didn't even get really get that moment. Like it, it came at the end, but like it, it didn't. They didn't really say it like that. Monica was just like. Yeah, my nigga Carol can just go reunite your son, bro. Ain't no big thing. Like, and she's like, she's like, can I do that? I'm like, bitch. Monica was like, do that. Monica was like, shorty, you bounty slam Thanos. Shut up. Let me talk you out of this. Yeah, um, exactly. like you know, sold a headbutt. That's yeah, true. Like, just small things in the movie that I wish got more time to breathe. That's the biggest problem with the movie. But like, if, if this came on, like once again, a TNT Saturday night. I let this shit rock. I let it. I let it rock in the background. I would treat this movie the same way I would treat Black Adam, honestly and truly. That's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, what you said is interesting though, because I do feel like we needed more time with certain things, but I also feel like the movie was a perfect length. I don't think it. You know, I could. Be, I wouldn't. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Yeah. Pause. Like, I don't think. <laughs> I don't, I don't he think said, I, he I said two it. hours is too much, bro. I don't think the movie uh, need to be uh, any longer. I honestly, I like the runtime. Like, I like the fact that, like, you know, I went into the movie at like, I think my screening was at seven fifteen. The movie started playing by seven thirty. Nigga, I was out of there by nine fifteen. Yeah. Any other Marvel movie, I wouldn't be out of there till ten fifteen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like the length of time was great for this movie. I just wish they didn't like try to fit so much shit in to the length of time. Like. Like like you said before, like the Bollywood scene, like the them dancing and singing shit. I thought that was fun, but did we really need that shit to advance the plot? 
You know what I'm saying? Can we just yeah. talk? Can we just talk about that whole scene? Did that remind it of any of you about Rick and Morty? That was basically a Rick and Morty episode. Like, oh uh, yeah, they yeah they think I'm a leader. Oh, if I flick them off, that's a that that means peace on earth. I was like, dude, they just ripped off freaking Rick, Rick and Morty episode. I honestly thought it was kind of funny, but like they only talk in song, and sh- and Monica was like, "Are you shitting me right now, dog? Like, are, like are you dead ass?" Um, I thought that I thought that was genuinely funny because like that's a very niggerish reaction to someone telling you they only speak in, in tongues. You know what I'm saying? Like, can we talk about how Monica almost hit my almost hit a Dougie when she was like, "Uh, what's up, hey man? You know what? I could, I, I feel this." Right, exactly. I fuck with Monica, man. I, I really like Monica. <laughs> oh, that's my last con actually about the movie. I felt like she played third fiddle a little bit too much. Um because oh, yeah, you got to it see definitely like, felt like because like Miss Marvel is like literally the bright spot of the movie, but also like her bangles are literally the, the plot of the movie. Um and then Carol is, you know, the title character. And Monica just kind of felt like Mrs. Fix It. You know what I mean? Like she was she was less of a character and more of a plot device. Like they just plugged her in like whenever shit needs fixing in the movie. Um, for the sake yeah, of the once, plot. Yeah, one studio didn't give her her flowers. I know the studio as well. That's why she had across the world. She's like, nah, I'll do it. Because you know what? I don't I don't feel like I'm important here. I'm about to go to another universe so I could be appreciated. Yeah. And yeah, the I don't got anything nice to say about the post credit scene, so I'm just not <laughs> going to say anything about it. Um, except, you know, Kelsey how the Grammar's fuck back. did... How the fuck does CGI beasts look worse than live action beasts, bro? I don't. What are we doing here? You gotta um, get back to like putting prosthetics on, like makeup. Like you gotta get away from just CGIing characters. Yo, yo, honestly and truly, like we are losing recipes over this shit. I'm not bullshitting. Yo, like if we, we know we're gonna get Mystique eventually again, right? If they CGI Mystique. Oh, instead no, of an yeah. actress, oh, no. instead of an actress being like, "Yo, just paint my fucking body blue," I understand the annoyance of that. With that being said, we gotta go back to the basics. We gotta go yeah. back to the block, and the block includes body paint. Damn it! If Finn Balor ain't too proud to wear war paint, <laughs> goddamn it, you gotta do it too. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I did. I, my- did fa- I did face paint for Halloween. It, it does take a long time, but hey, but the results. Chef's kids, baby. Yeah, man. It is what it is, man. But that that's my review for the Marvels, and that's the show for the week. Van, you ready to hop into the soapbox? Yeah, soapbox this week is yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta go rewatch. I gotta say this. Don't rewatch Iron Man One. I just rewatched it. It still holds up. Real cinema. Real cinema. Real Marvel shit. That's that real hip hop. Yeah, exactly. So go re go rewatch uh, Iron Man One, man. Y'all got anything y'all want to add to the soapbox this week? Um, go tap into Rogue One again, just because I like to feel, like to feel pain sometimes. Um, you can fast forward to the last thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything you need is right there. <laughs> what about you, Eddie? Hey man, you know what? I I just I'm just so happy that I was here, man. I'm going through some shit right now, but being here with you guys was amazing, man. So oh, please man, appreciate you. support course, this podcast, man. Love it. All right, man. Let's get to let's pay some bills and let's get out of here for the week. So, 
of course, we had some a little bit special for y'all last week. We, we connected with the homie AD, the, the manga god himself. Um, talk about a litany of topics. Everything from the toothpick test with cornbread to grits. Okay. Um, so make sure to go tap into that latest edition of Secret Files with AD. Um, in addition, go tap into the lookout. They talk, they're debating the greatest anime of all time this week. And yes, as expected, it has completely destroyed the Lookout Discord. Um, so shout out to everybody in the Lookout Discord. Shout out, of course, to Mills and LJ as well. Um, tap into the A show this week because Survivor Series is right around the corner. Tap into the War Report. Tap into Black Print. Tap into Ugly Radio with Rob. Tap into the Patreon. Patreon.com backslash the Blackberry RNC. You can support us for as low as $3 a month. Uh, shout out to all of our patrons. And shout out to our news patron, Darrell. Uh, we subscribed yeah. a little bit ago. I did not m- mention that. So shout out to Ralph. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for, for supporting us. Um, out. Make sure to follow us at Black Van RC. Make sure to follow Eddie on whatever socials he may be on. Eddie, what socials are you on now? Man, I'm not on social media, but I still have my pages. Go follow Kung Fu Eddie, baby, with two E's, except for uh, Twitter, because they only allow certain characters. So only, only it's only one E. Uh, go follow uh, my group podcast, the Big Propaganda Wrestling Podcast. Uh, they're great guys. We're, we're, we're just Houston boys loving wrestling, talk about local wrestling, and talk about overall wrestling. So, like I said, thank you guys for inviting me. Hopefully, y'all can come to my podcast because I got so many plans that I want to do with y'all, especially as you guys are like the, the comic book gods, in my opinion. So I'm I meet experts on my podcast. And one of them being and one of them being let's do let's do a battle royal of MCU movies before the uh, uh Marvel movies before the MCU. Cause I need I I need uh Blade 2 to win. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Uh of course, follow us Black RNC, Black Variant RNC, rate and subscribe to the channel and all our podcast feeds. Um anything else we need to leave for the people before we get out here, everybody? Uh, nah, man. We appreciate you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Oh, free Palestine. We out. Tell your loved ones you love them.